Alright, welcome into this episode of Farzcast. Farzim Vsugin here with you guys. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're having a good week. We are getting closer and closer to week one of the preseason. We had the Hall of Fame game last week. And now all 32 teams will play this weekend. Uh, it's always exciting when you've got that first preseason game. Like, everyone's excited the day their team is going to play. Everyone's all amped up. And then that excitement goes away with, like, two minutes left in the first quarter. I mean, let's be honest. That, that, that's how it is, right? Even though we all know not to freak out or get easily excited over these games, we, we kind of do uh, until, you know, once the uh, once the starters are pulled out. Yeah, and listen, that's no disrespect to all the backups playing, but let's be honest. There's a reason why preseason tickets are cheap and you see a lot of empty seats even at kickoff. So, it is what it is. Uh, Alright, uh, appreciate you guys uh, downloading and listening to this episode of Farzcast. Be sure you guys follow me on social media, facebook.com slash Farzin at Farzin21 on Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, and make sure you guys share the links for the podcast. A lot I want to get into on this episode of the podcast, the Patriots. There's been some talk out of their camp. And I've got some uh, reactions to that. Kareem Hunt had his hold in, if you will. Uh, that's what a lot of people are calling it. Basically holding out while in camp, but now is back to participating in team drills because he wants a new contract. I'll get into that. You will not believe what event is taking place right next to the Cleveland Browns Stadium. You can't, this is, this is one of those, like, you can't make this shit up, but it happens anyway. And uh, some former players just don't seem to learn at all. Uh, you would think everyone would have learned something by now based off previous incidents that we've seen in recent memory. But, nope, a couple players just getting into uh, trouble, just acting like knuckleheads off the field. So, obviously off the field because they're retired, but you get the idea. Alright, uh, real quickly, before we get into all of that... I'm sure a lot of you guys are listening because of the hat giveaway, the Chiefs hat giveaway that I am doing. This turned into a complete nightmare. <laughs> um, maybe over-exaggerating over, over it a little bit, but uh, you get the idea. Uh, for those of you who are on the Facebook page, you know what's going on. I, I believe just about everyone that's listening to the podcast is on the Facebook page. Maybe there are some of you guys who are listening for the first time, because I get this sometimes. Some people don't know that I have a podcast. When you post a link of podcasts on your Facebook, it doesn't go out as well into everyone's news feeds. Not something I'm aware of, but uh, neither here nor there. Um, so here's what's going on. I have some Chiefs apparel that I'm going to be giving away, because we are killing it on the Facebook page. The last time I did a podcast, we had... 33,500 followers, somewhere around there. We are, we just, right before I started recording, we just surpassed 35,000 followers. And that's because of you guys. So, the way this page has grown uh, recently, it, it's just insane. It's to the point where I cannot even keep up with the comments. So, I thank you guys for doing that. And as a way of saying thank you, we're going to start doing giveaways again. We have not done giveaways for almost two years, it's been a while. Um, I want to start off something small and we'll kind of build our way up. And I did promise during a live stream 
if we hit 40K during the season, I will give away a Mahomes jersey. Now, I'll get into the jersey and the shirt giveaways that we're going to do later on in the season, but uh, I want to do it on the Facebook page. However, there's uh, there's a uh, roadblock, if you will. Uh, let me just explain everything. So, we've done giveaways in the past many times. For those of you who've been following me for at least two or three years, you guys know this. We've we've done we did plenty of giveaways in 2019 and 2020. Uh, so the way I so for those of you who don't know on Facebook, if you have a Facebook page, you can write a post and schedule it and have it post at you know August fifteenth at eight a.m. Uh, kind of a cool feature that Facebook has for uh, those who run a Facebook page. So I had that for Wednesday morning at nine a.m. because I did announce on a live stream that we are going to start giving away um, start our giveaways. Uh, well, you're doing one giveaway at a time, and the Chiefs set that I showed, a lot of you guys were excited to see that. Everyone wanted it's a, it's the uh, 2022 draft hat. I didn't even realize it was the draft hat. Uh, a lot of you guys uh, were down for that giveaway, so I had a post ready. But thankfully, this happened before the post was published. But Facebook, I guess, picked up on this and they realized this is not allowed. So here was the rule. The rule was, and this is what I've done in the past. Uh, I was going to post a picture of the hat and I was going to, in the post, it asks you guys to like the post, tag three friends and share the post. That's what we've done in past giveaways. In fact, you will see a lot of people on Facebook that do giveaways for apparel, for gift cards, for their businesses, whatever it is. They do very, very similar type of giveaways with those exact same uh, requirements if you want to win, if you want a chance to win. However, Facebook changed their rules for giveaways sometime in early 2022 or late 2021. I don't know exactly when. Somewhere in that range. Somewhere in that timeline. Uh, I haven't done a giveaway in a quite in, in about almost two years. So I, I was unaware of this. Uh, but it's been more than a year. So obviously we can't do the giveaway the way I want to do it. So I did a uh, video uh, Wednesday morning announcing what why there's no giveaway. Uh, a lot of you guys understood, and I completely appreciate it. I did mention my Twitter and my Instagram because my idea was that we'll have to reroute and do the giveaway on Instagram and on Twitter. It's weird. Facebook and Instagram, they're owned by the same parent company, Meta. But for whatever reason, they're far more lenient on Instagram than they are on Facebook. It's weird because when you do a Facebook giveaway now, you have to put a disclaimer saying that Facebook is not responsible, nor do they endorse this giveaway or do they represent anyone for the giveaway. You have to put a disclaimer now. Uh, and I know what you guys are going to say. Farzine, I see other pages that do giveaways just like yours. Why are you not allowed? I'm fully aware of that. That's a great question. Uh it's one of those situations where you see someone on the highway going 30 miles over the limit and no one's there to catch them. They don't get caught. Not everyone gets caught with these kinds of things. There are a lot of people who get away with a lot of things um, on social media. So they'll get caught eventually, just uh, not anytime soon. So we are going to work a way around that. We are going to Bill Belichick this. Okay, uh, listen, I have things, I, I already got a couple things uh, for the giveaway. I, I showed you guys the hat. There's actually a really cool Chiefs decor 
that I think uh, a lot of you guys will like. Hats. Um, later on, uh, we'll get shirts and jerseys. And real quickly on this one, I did mention, once we surpass 40,000 followers, we will do a Patrick Mahomes jersey giveaway. Now, here's the thing. I'm not going to get the jersey yet. I'm just going to share the post, which I will get into on how we'll do this in a moment. Uh, but rather than just buying like an X-Large jersey or an X-Large shirt, I'm going to wait to see who the winner is, who, who I randomly pick as the winner. That winner will pick the size. Because I don't want you guys to win or try to win an X-Large shirt, and it doesn't. it's, it's obviously not going to be for you if that's not the size shirt or jersey you wear. Because then you got to give it to someone else as a gift. And I listen, if you guys want to sign up to win one of these uh, for someone, hey, that's on you. That, that, that's up to you. But uh, I want people to be able to sign up to win for themselves. So I will pick the winner, figure out what size shirt they want, then get it out to them. That way. Uh, like I said, I have no intention of keeping these prizes. But how are we going to, with, with the very strict rules that Facebook has, how are we going to work around that? Here's what we're going to do. Because I don't want to leave for Instagram and Twitter. Uh, my, 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 my big following is on Facebook. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to post a picture front and back of the hat that I'm giving away. And I'm not going to mention the word giveaway. And I will elaborate on that in a moment. The caption is going to say, if you listen to the podcast, you know what to do. That's it. All you have to do is just like the post. Uh, like it, do the heart emoji, uh, the, the, the laugh emoji, the angry emoji, the shocked emoji. Just one of those reactions. You just got to do one of those reactions. That is all you have to do. The caption is just going to say, if you listen to the podcast, you know what to do with a picture front and back of that hat. Uh, this post will go up Friday at 7 a.m. And I will record the podcast Wednesday night. And I'll contact the winner. Every Friday, we will do a giveaway. And it's going to be the same. And I'm sorry, I take that back. Not every Friday. But when we do a giveaway, it will start on a Friday. And we'll announce the winner on Wednesday. Uh, and I will pin the post. Now, why am I going to talk in like a weird code uh, f for the giveaway? And by the way, why am I announcing the details on here? Why don't I just announce them on Facebook? Pretty good question. Here's why. Facebook has this weird algorithm. They have these bots that will pick up on words like giveaways, tag your friends, share, comment, like the post, etc. So if I mention any of those words in a post, boom, just like that, they pick up on that and they'll shut the post down. So we're going to basically... Speak in our own language, if you will, by saying, if you listen to the podcast, you know what to do. You just got to like the post. In fact, what I'm going to do is shut the comments off because there is zero reason for comments on that post. And in instead of announcing the winner publicly on my page, I'm just going to do it on the podcast. See, on Facebook, you cannot ask people to share a post, to like a post, or to comment on it. But you can do it on a podcast, right? So they never said you can't do this on a separate platform, which is this podcast. So 
For those of you who were disappointed at first, and because a couple of you guys did tell me you guys don't have an Instagram or a Twitter, and I, I hated hearing that because I don't want to do this on Instagram and Twitter. My following is on Facebook. Uh, so, this is us basically pulling a Bill Belichick, working around the rules, and basically dodging facebook's bots and their little algorithm they have that where they try to shut these things up by the way just kind of a note um it's weird someone was lashing out on in one of my comment sections just cursing nonstop, and they got hit with facebook uh community standards warnings and they accused me of sending the warnings out which i'm not i have zero power no page admin has any power to tell you uh to send you a notification warning about community standards that's facebook doing that and the reason that person got picked up got hit with those warnings is because facebook's algorithm said oh this person's gotten in trouble before for cussing and saying certain words that i i won't really repeat on here uh they basically got hit with it over and over again and they hit their three strikes in like one hour basically so that's why their post kept getting deleted and they thought i was deleting it no not not how it works um so yeah uh, the reason I'm announcing it on here is because we have to dodge Facebook's algorithm because if I say all these words on on the page, if I type them out, uh, or maybe even do it on a live stream, uh, say all these things on a live stream, then Facebook's going to pick up on that, and that's where I get banned, and we just don't want that. Whereas now, if I just write a post saying, again, the caption is going to be, if you listen to the podcast, you know what to do, with a picture front and back of the hat. That's it. That is it. Facebook's algorithm is not going to pick up on that. Facebook, and listen, there's a reason why they have bots, okay? And the real people, are they don't have that much time on their hands to go figure out how I'm doing the giveaway through a podcast. So this is our way of doing it. Friday morning, 7 a.m., we're going to post that picture that I've been talking about about three or four times now. And... If you listen to the podcast, you know what to do, right? That's basically our translation right there. And like I said before, I'm shutting off the comments because there's no need for comments on there. So anything I said earlier about tagging three friends and sharing the post, you're not allowed to do that. And by the way, someone on the page mentioned the reason that's the case is because I guess there are people on Facebook that created pages pretending to be famous YouTubers and they were doing giveaways pretending to be those YouTubers, which I don't, I don't understand. Like, how do you have that much time on your hands to pretend to be someone else? Somebody recently was pretending to be me on Twitter. Like, really, you must not have that exciting of a life to want to impersonate me, of all people, on Twitter. Um, I don't know. I, I, I guess you're doing something right if people are, are really going that far to try to impersonate you. Uh, on social media, uh, I got a friend request from someone named Travis Kelsey with a Chiefs logo. Yeah, like Travis Kelsey, and I was really embarrassed by how many mutual friends this account had uh, with, with with me. Uh, I, I I should have seriously considered deleting those friends. Um, there's a guy who, uh, whose last name is Mahomes, claiming to be Patrick Mahomes' cousin, and his. Uh, adding me on Facebook. It's like, dude, I'm not stupid, okay? And, and if you really have that, I actually looked through this guy's Facebook. He's just 
constantly claiming to be Patrick's cousin and all these things. Dude, how much time do some of you people have? Like, seriously, if I had that much time on my hands, I would be doing, uh, I could find a hundred things, maybe a thousand things to do better than impersonate a celebrity. But it's your life, man. You only have one life, but it goes by fast. Uh, That's all I can say. So, uh, listen, I repeated these instructions like five times. You know what to do. That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's the giveaway details there. Uh, Went a little long on that, but we kind of had to because we can't elaborate on the stuff on Facebook. So there you go. You guys know what to do if you listen to the podcast. All right. Let's get into the podcast itself. Uh, The topics I said I would discuss. I want to talk about the New England Patriots for a moment because they've got a really weird situation on their hands right now where they don't have an offensive coordinator nor a defensive coordinator. And Bill Belichick, who celebrated his 70th birthday this past offseason does not have an offensive nor a defensive coordinator and apparently it's because he's not big on titles well that doesn't make sense because you've had guys like Charlie Weiss and Josh McDaniels who've moved on have been successful offensive coordinators and on multiple occasions have been able to land head coaching jobs elsewhere you've had defensive coordinators like Romeo Cornell Matt Patricia Brian Flores, who've had opportunities, and now suddenly you don't want to have an offensive nor a defensive coordinator. I think his son, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the name of his son, but he, I believe he's calling the defensive plays. So we, we kind of know he's a defensive coordinator. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't Brian Flores get a head coaching job even without having the title of defensive coordinator in New England. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, that was the case with with Brian Flores. That's how he got the Dolphins head coaching job. Uh, I know that ended terribly, but topic for another time. Uh, You get the idea. Uh, Here's my thing. You know, listen, Belichick's 70, and I like Belichick. I still think he is the best head coach in NFL history, the best head coach in the league right now, even after... uh, the slump the Patriots have been in the past couple of years. Obviously not as successful, but you got to have coordinators, okay? And I don't know if they have a coordinator and they're just keeping it like one big secret. Like it it really needs to be a secret. I don't know. I'm not quite sure what the strategy is here. But listen, it just doesn't sound logical, okay? It really doesn't. But here's what I will say. Do not underestimate the Patriots. And there's some talk out there about Mac Jones not having the best training camp. He's struggling and all that stuff. Okay, that's obviously not good to hear if you're a Patriots fan. But I'm telling you guys right now, do not underestimate the Patriots. They're going to win. They're my pick to win the AFC East. Spoiler alert. Oh, by the way, Friday afternoon, I'm going to release... My uh, NFL standings predictions, all division winners and wildcard clinchers for 2022 plus the playoffs and my Super Bowl picks. So uh, be on the lookout for that Friday afternoon on the Facebook page. Uh, Here's what I'm going to say about the Patriots because they got off to a terribly slow start in 2021. If you guys recall, guess what? Going into the month of December, the Patriots had the number one seed. They were considered 
the team that looked like the most complete football team in the league. But then what happened? They lost three of their last four. They ran into a massive brick wall. And I don't really know why that happened. But we're talking about Mac Jones in his rookie year. Got off to a really slow start and found a way to lead his team to a playoff appearance. Now, it ended horribly with uh, the, the the loss to Buffalo. Buffalo scored on every drive, uh, which is just crazy to think about. But you had a rookie there who's essentially filling in for Tom Brady, okay? And you had Cam Newton before, but, I mean, that just didn't pan out well. Started off nice, but then Cam Newton, I mean, look where Cam Newton is now, okay? I mean, that's that's what we're talking about here. Uh, listen, I think Mac Jones, people are underestimating him more so because who his head coach is. We're still talking about Bill Belichick here, folks. Belichick found a way to get his team to rebound after a slow start. And had he not lost three of those last four, he beats Mike Rabel for coach of the year. Because the Patriots were in the driver's seat and they slipped. They let the Chiefs get the one seed. Then they lost and the Titans got ahead. And so the Patriots just completely took a backseat in the AFC standings and had to be a wildcard team. So if the Patriots, after a year under Mac Jones' belt, what could he do now with a rookie season out of the way, another full offseason under his belt, well, I shouldn't say another full off season because he this is his actually first full off season, including pre-draft activities, the uh, workouts, and all that stuff. Those are still significant. And now here you are, going into your second year with more experience, gotten in better shape too. I think the Patriots are going to surprise some people. A lot of people are underestimating the Patriots. A lot of people seem to be critical of Mac Jones. I don't understand the criticism for him. I don't think he's an amazing quarterback. But I think he's getting the job done more times than not. For a rookie, dude, that was not a bad season. Got off to a slow start and you found a way to make it to the playoffs. Just could have done a little better if the if the Patriots had a better month of December and early January. That's the only knock on the Patriots I have. Just got to be consistent. And, and it's totally uncharacteristic for Belichick's team to run to a brick wall like that. Especially late in the season. So, trust me, New England Patriots, they're my AFC East winners. Kareem Hunt. Uh, So, I guess they have this thing called a hold-in where you still show up to training camp, uh, which you kind of have to if you're under contract. Otherwise, you get fined for each day you miss. But at the camp, you hold out of team drills and activities. So Kareem Hunt was only participating in individual activities, was not participating in any of the team drills. And as a result, he was asking to be traded if they were not going to give him a new contract. Then the story escalated to where he wants to be traded. Now he's ended his hold-in and is now uh, participating in team activities. This has been just been a terrible offseason for the Cleveland Browns. And quite honestly, the front office deserves it. They really do. They lost their quarterback, Baker Mayfield, in a trade uh, because he no longer wanted to be there. They might lose Deshaun Watson for the season. We have no idea how that's going to end up, especially with how 
quick this process needs to be if we want to see the uh, result. And on top of that, you have Kareem Hunt who's unhappy right now. Yeah, this is not a good offseason for the Browns. A team that's all in and trying to compete and, and perhaps be a dark horse in the AFC. Uh, but you have all this drama this offseason. And look, uh, say what you want. Oh, they're professionals. Yeah, but they're also human. And they deal with distractions just like we do in the real world. So this is a situation where Cleveland, man, I, I want to root for that team because that fan base has been through so much. As a Chiefs fan and a Royals fan, I get it. But that front office just makes you hate the team now. I mean, they just deserve all this that they're going through. Not the other players on the team. I mean, those players don't deserve it. The fan base doesn't deserve this. But my God, the front office is just getting hit with something called karma. You completely screwed up the whole Baker Mayfield situation. You give him the fifth-year option, trade for Deshaun Watson, give him the most guaranteed money ever. Look what you did to your team, man. Under investigation still. Um, just crazy how this is all panned out for the Cleveland Browns this offseason. Like this is ha- this has to be one of the worst off seasons in NFL history. I, I don't know who the worst is. I, w- I would have to really take some time and, and look that up, but this has to be up there. This really has to be up there. Uh, no question about it. By the way, Chiefs fans, please just drop the whole Kareem Hunt thing. He's not coming back. He's not. It's so annoying, all these people who think Kareem Hunt's coming back. He lied to the team and got into trouble three times. And by the way, when the Chiefs cut him, they deleted every picture of him on social media. The Chiefs are not going to go through all of that and then trade for him and give him the contract he wants when they didn't even give it to Tyreek Hill. And by the way, when I said this on Facebook, some... Sensitive Snowflake Chiefs fans commented and said, Oh, I didn't realize you were the general manager or the owner. The hell does that mean? You don't have to be the owner or the general manager to know that the team is not bringing him back. This is like worse. Like you totally took, you, you betrayed the trust of the team that was that stood behind you when you lied. So... The, the, Clark Hunt, as long as Clark Hunt is the owner in Kansas City, he's not coming back, folks. Just forget it. The the uh, X Factor has a better chance of having his band removed from Arrowhead Stadium. That is far more likely than Kareem Hunt coming back. The odds of you winning the lottery are far greater than Kareem Hunt coming back. That's how low it is. That's how much the Chiefs don't want him back. Trust me on that. Never say never, but it's never happening. It's one of those things. It's one of those times where you do say never. Tua Tagovola. I, I I know I didn't say that right. That's okay. Um, he's had some nice throws in training camp. As had of every single quarterback. He's also had some uh, few passes he's overthrown. Listen, it's practice. I get it. I don't go too crazy for magnificent plays. I also don't go too crazy if someone has a bad practice or if there's a really bad throw or whatever happens. It's practice, okay? The same rule applies to me for preseason games. Now, 
I will say this, because Tyreek Hill did a lot of talking in the offseason. Uh, and I can't remember if I mentioned this last podcast. I mentioned this on uh, some of the live streams. And by the way, we're doing a lot more Facebook live streams. So if you haven't, I believe all the listeners on this podcast have, please make sure you're following me on Facebook. That way you get a notification anytime we do a Facebook live stream. We're doing a lot more of those now. And we're getting a lot and more and more viewers each time, uh, especially as we get closer and closer to the preseason and then the regular season. So... Much appreciated for all of you guys who have been uh, do, uh, watching the live streams, whether live or archived. Um, but Tyreek Hill's uh, been doing a lot of talking, and I can't remember if I mentioned this in the last podcast. His podcast is essentially a Chiefs podcast because he's t- constantly talking talking about the Chiefs. And I get it. I understand the Dolphins haven't played a game yet, so there isn't too much to say at the moment. And I think he recorded a bunch of episodes as well. Because he had Byron Pringle on, who is a former Chief and is with the Chicago Bears. Obviously, Pringle's not going to, in the middle of training camp, go visit Tyreek Hill to record a podcast. They obviously have recorded this at some point. But the guy's just talking about the Chiefs nonstop. Like, that guy's pretty much hosting a secondary Chiefs podcast, which is just funny to me. But listen, uh, you you, you talked a lot this offseason about how Tua is far more accurate than Mahomes. Uh, we've seen a couple overthrown passes, man. We better we better see, for Tyree Kill's sake, Mahomes ball out this year and be accurate. Because if not, everyone knows, from Chiefs fans to any fan base, how unforgiving fans can be on social media with the this didn't age well era. There's a lot of that. So I hope Tyree Kill's ready. Uh, a couple of other notes. Uh, Cleveland is hosting a very spectacular event. Uh, this is one of those where you can't make shit up. And I'm typing this out just to make sure. Uh, there is a massage therapy convention coming to Cleveland... All while this whole Deshaun Watson thing is going on. By the way, not only is it taking place in Cleveland, it is one block away from the Brown Stadium. One block away from the Cleveland Brown Stadium. Like, this is, I said this uh, earlier on at the beginning of the episode. This is totally one of those you can't make this up type of thing. It's that crazy. The guy is under investigation, and I don't think this was intentional by any means. However, that's just how it comes off. Like, there, like if there was ever a time where you could just point out unintentional trolling, this is one of them. This is absolutely one of them right here. Uh, Deshaun Watson's still under investigation, and they're having a massage therapy convention right next to the Cleveland Brown Stadium. Like that totally, you could not even put that on like a Saturday Night Live script. That's how funny it is. Uh, A couple other notes here. Uh, This involving multiple retired NFL players. First, uh, Frank Gore, longtime NFL running back. uh, Played for a few different teams. Rushed for exactly 16,000 yards. Third most in NFL history. But some bad news uh, with him off the field. Uh, Some uh, physical altercation took place. Some... uh, Assault came up allegedly, 
and apparently he dragged a woman by her hair through a hotel hallway. Now, this is all alleged. A lot of facts still TBD at the moment, but uh, I would imagine there's some truth in there. I mean, they wouldn't just say this, right? Uh, I mean, we've seen in like look at I mentioned Kareem Hunt earlier. Uh, look what happened to him. Uh, there's he thought he got away with the whole situation, and little did he know there was a camera right above the room or apartment, whatever that was. I don't know if it was a hotel or apartment, whatever the hell that was. Uh, cameras are everywhere, man. They just are. You you never know where they could be at any time. Uh, and you got to make sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people. I don't know what his relation was with this woman or what the whole situation was all about. That is still being looked into, but not a good luck for the future Hall of Famer. Not one bit. Uh, another former player who got in trouble, uh, this one, uh, another notable player, Marshawn Lynch, uh, got a D- was arrested for a DUI in Las Vegas. Uh, the vehicle was also unregistered and uh, failed to refuse or surrender. I mean, that's on brand with him. He failed to refuse and surrender on the field, but when you're dealing with the police, you gotta, you gotta comply. And unfortunately, he was... Breaking the law here. And it's just it's just unfortunate because you had the whole Henry Rugg situation that happened. And then there were like multiple other instances. The Damon Arnett situation. Not a DUI deal, but still just an idiotic move off the field. There was another uh, Raiders player. Uh, I don't remember his name, but he was, uh, he, he was charged with a DUI. It's like, man. Did you guys not learn from the Henry Rugg situation? I, I know Marshawn Lynch is a former Raider, so he knows this stuff. The, listen, I, I'm not going to pretend like these players probably follow up and stay up to date with the news uh, constantly, but they damn well know about the Henry Rugg situation, okay? And again, like when, when the whole Henry Ruggs thing happened, I criticized him a lot. I said, dude, did you not hear what Andy Reid's son just did? About nine or ten months prior to that. Listen, man, are they still doing these rookie symposiums? I've asked this question before, but it's completely worth repeating. I don't know what's going on with the rookie symposium. I have not heard much about that uh, in uh, recent memory. Uh, Let me just quickly do a rookie uh, symposium search on this. Okay, so I, I, I was unaware of this. I thought it had to do with the pandemic, but in 2016, one of the first things that comes up from Pro Football Talk is that they replaced the Rookie Symposium with a Rookie Transition Program. Okay, probably the same thing. I, I mean, I, I without because I'm doing the podcast now, I mean, I would imagine there's still a lot of the same things. They tell these guys to... Pretty much stay out of trouble. And to show up and be on time. Especially with the amount of money that they're making. Whether it's league minimum or tens of millions of dollars. But I don't know if they've been doing these. Rookie transition programs recently because of the pandemic or what. Obviously they're not. 
making a point of something here. Otherwise, Henry Ruggs would not have gotten in trouble here. Because, let me back, let me be clear. Otherwise, Henry Ruggs would have not gotten himself into trouble. I should clarify on that. Because there comes a point in time where I think the NFL, even though it's not fair, you gotta start you gotta start making examples. Mention Britt Reed by his name, mention Marshawn Lynch by his name, mention Henry Ruggs by his name. I get that there are guys in the NFL uh, who either played with him in the Raiders or who played with Henry Ruggs in college or those who uh, have, have uh, been coached by Britt Reed. Or a former teammate of Marshawn Lynch. I get that, you know, there's a brotherhood with these guys in on and off the field, but who cares about that man? You gotta start making examples of these guys and let them know, and specifically Henry Ruggs and Britt Reed, what happens when you do stupid shit like this. You're essentially done with your football career. Is Britt Reed coaching? No. And we're talking about a guy who has benefited off nepotism. Henry Ruggs. I mean, there is not even the slightest bit of interest in him. Now, you might be asking, you know, why is Deshaun Watson still out there? The the situations are not mutually exclusive, but it's still a fairly good question. How is it that this guy who's under investigation with more than 20 people accusing him of these things, but he's still receiving interest from teams, not just that, earning the biggest guaranteed money ever uh, is beyond me. But I suppose if there was no deaths or near deaths involved, uh, I, I guess that's what it takes for the NFL. Like someone has to die or almost die for this assistant coach or player to no longer be in the NFL. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, look at Ray Rice. Uh, he beat the hell out of his fiance or wife. I don't remember which one she was at the time, but just beat her down and dragged her out of the elevator. I know Kareem Hunt had a physical altercation, but it wasn't as horrible as the whole Kareem Hunt thing. Still bad, don't get me wrong. Uh, but look at Ray Rice. He's no longer in the NFL. And I know that wasn't there was no DUI charge there, but you get the idea. Like you could have you could have really killed someone there. Uh, what's it going to take? Because Britt Reed's incident did not stop Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs' incident did not stop that other Raiders player whose name I don't remember. And that other Raiders player whose name I cannot remember did not stop Marshawn Lynch. I mean, someone is going to do this again, either a retired or an active player, and we're going to say, wait, didn't this guy hear what Marshawn Lynch just did, and he didn't learn from Henry Ruggs nor Britt Reed. Like at some point, you gotta make an example. The NFL needs to just tell these players, "Hey, look, this person, this person, and this person did this, and they're no longer in the league." Do you want to be part of that statistic, or do you want to keep playing in the NFL, keep your nose clean, and keep making millions of dollars? The choice is yours. Even the NFL has even gone far enough to apparently, which I think this is stupid because NFL players can absolutely afford this, but they're, I, I guess, covering for their cap fares. They're giving them, what, like a like a certain amount every day for an Uber or a Lyft or something? I don't, I don't, I don't know the details, but 
The NFL will essentially pay for their players if they need a cab. When they don't even need that. They have the money. But this is the NFL saying, look, even though they should be able to afford it, we will still do what needs to happen to reduce these DUI incidents. It's a pretty sad situation, man. You are a talented athlete playing in the most popular sport in the biggest country in the world, essentially. And you are just fucking it up by a stupid action. I don't get it, man. I really don't. Especially in Vegas when there are hotels everywhere in the street. Henry Ruggs was leaving MGM Grand. Marshawn Lynch was north of the area of the Las Vegas Strip. Kind of in between the main parts of the Strip and uh, downtown uh, Fremont. There are still a lot of hotels in between, though. And there are cabs everywhere on Las Vegas Boulevard. I I don't know, man. I don't get it. I really don't. But it's up to these players. Uh, You got to hope a certain draft class or a generation will actually take these stories seriously to the point where we don't see these things anymore. We shouldn't see these things anymore. Hopefully we have that generation soon because these things absolutely need to stop. All right, that'll do it for this episode of Farscast. My name is Farzim Vasugian. Big thanks to all of you guys for downloading and listening to this episode of the Farscast. If you listen to the podcast, you know what to do. You know what that means, obviously. Friday morning, 7 a.m. Central Time. You know where to go. If you haven't already, follow me on Facebook at Farzim Vasugian on Facebook at Farzim21 on Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast. Share the links with your friends. Until then... Enjoy the preseason action this weekend. I will talk to you all next week. Take care.